All right, welcome back to another episode of the Sex Mancers Podcast. On this episode, I want to talk to you for a little bit about getting a little nookie in during the holidays. Because as we know, the holidays can be a very stressful time of year. I mean, you're going out, you're doing your Christmas shopping, trying to get everybody their favorite item. You're going out and you're, you know, trying to wrap the gifts and keep the kids uh, from being able to see it. You're trying to figure out the perfect gift for your spouse. Plus, you're planning all the family get togethers, you know, his side, her side of the family and all of that. And of course, you know, preparing the holiday meals and, you know, it, it's just a very stressful time. And even with the traveling. So it's understandable that during this time of year, that sex can, well, let's say take a back seat, uh, in the relationship and, you know, that just sometimes is an unfortunate reality. Now, there are things that you can do to try and mitigate that and being able to, you know, go ahead and try to, you know, make sure that you're not neglecting anything uh, during this time. And so you got to think about prioritization just a little bit here. And I understand, you know, being a parent myself that during this time of year, Getting in that early morning and afternoon sex or early afternoon sex can be hard because, well, just like the summertime, the kids are home from school, right? And so, you know, you're kind of having to go through and sneak around uh, if you want to be able to get in uh, some nookie or, you know, or you have to wait until late at night when you're dead tired and hopefully the kids are asleep. Now, depending on the age of the kids, they may be up, you know, to midnight or later. And so, you know, on the weekends and all of that, you're, well, you're pretty much having to go through and sneak around, you know, and trying to be quiet uh, so that they don't realize uh, when you're having sex. And, you know, that can be uh, challenging uh, depending on the type of house, especially if the kids uh, spend a lot of their time in the basement and that and the basement happens, you know, to be right under your bedroom and they would be able to hear, you know, the bed rocking and, you know, all of that. And, you know, some houses, let's face it, there isn't a whole lot of noise suppression uh, between the rooms, you know, and so it's easily understandable that the kids, they may be hearing you. And, you know, the appropriate response is, who gives a crap if they hear you? You know, if they complain, just respond back. How do you think you were made? Right. You know, so that's one of the ways in which, you know, you can respond or handle if you, for some reason you feel any type of embarrassment if the kids hear you. Now, just go through and, you know, gross them out and say, how do you think you were made? I guarantee you, especially if they're teenagers, they'll never ask you again or never bring it up again. They'll just deal with the ew. You know, and let's face it, everyone uh, believes that, you know, hearing their parents having sex is kind of a gross thing, but, you know, eventually they'll be parents and then they will understand that, you know, having kids doesn't mean forfeiting your sex life. My God, if having kids meant forfeiting your sex life, no one would have kids and the entire population would go extinct. The world would be uninhabited, which... You know, depending on your political leanings, you may be thinking you're saving the world. You know, but this isn't politics. I was just wanting to go in there and, you know, it's probably a failed attempt at being humorous. 
Okay. So you got the kids home and you're sneaking around having sex. And let's face it, there are excuses that you can make during this time of year that you can't make during any other time of year, such as, you know, sneaking off to the bedroom and then telling the kids, oh, you have to stay out. Don't bother us. We're wrapping your present. Right. And they'll leave you alone. And then you can get away with a little nookie as so long as you have a lock for your door. And for any parents out there who don't have a lock on their bedroom door, I got to wonder what the hell are you thinking? Are you hoping your kids walk in on you and, you know, you're just gleefully hoping for the days when you can pay that therapist bill where the kid goes on and, you know, mentions um, where their life went wrong the traumatization of seeing their parents naked doing the ditty in the bed. You know, so, you know, just get a lock for your door. I, I've known kids, uh, you know, when I was growing up who, you know, mentioned, you know, uh, walking in on their parents because, you know, they weren't used to their, you know, the idea of sex and, you know, they were still, you know, kids and, you know, so they, never thought about knocking or anything. They just walked in whenever they had a problem or they had an owie or, you know, whatever, you know, were hurt or something needed their parents' attentions immediately. And instead of knocking on the door, they rushed right on in. Yeah, some of them, you could tell, were traumatized for life, never got over it. Okay, so in any event, get a damn lock for your door. It helps with sneaking around. It helps, you know, with some excuses and it will save you a lot of money in therapy bills uh, for the kids. All right. But now that we've gone through here and we've talked a little bit about, you know, the stress of the holidays and the kids being home and maybe a couple of excuses uh, that you can make, let's go ahead and talk about strategies for getting away with having sex during the holidays. Now, while some of the point and the feeling of excitement gets a, gets its roots from the idea that you're doing something wrong, you're doing something naughty, and that you're going through and getting away with things that you shouldn't be, you're breaking the rules. Well, the truth is there are some rules to this. Yes, just like everything else, even when you feel like you're breaking the rules or doing something naughty, there's actually rules for you to follow. You know, even criminals have their codes. All right, so the first rule of getting away with sex during family get-togethers and holidays, the first rule, and probably the only real rule that there is, is that if you're not hosting the get-together at your house, you're out of luck. There is no sex. All right, You do not have sex at your relative's house. You do not have sneak around and get away with trying to have sex in the bathroom of your friend's house. You don't know. No, 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 no. You know, if it's not your house, then you're not going to be able to sneak around, right? Not only because it's much harder, but mainly because it is just completely rude. I mean, how would you feel if your friends and family were sneaking around your house trying to get in a quickie? All right. So that is the first and really the only rule. Now, there is the reason why there is excitement and sneaking around and trying to get away with having sex. You know, that's the reason why people engage in sex in public places. And the reason why, 
you know, sex seemed so much more exciting when you were teenagers because it just feels naughty and exciting to be going around behind everyone's backs. Remember the adrenaline you felt as you were getting away with having sex behind your parents' back in your own, in their own house. You know, you would bring uh, your girlfriend or your boyfriend home, hanging out at your house. You would hang out in your bedroom, and then you would sneak in a quickie or sneak in having a little bit of sex. And for some of you, you know, your parents didn't allow you to have your boyfriend or girlfriend in your room alone with you. And so what did you do? Well, you would find a place in the house, you know, like the basement, or you would find you know, uh, a little corner, uh, you know, an area of the house where, you know, when you were there, your parents pretty much left you alone, you know, a room that they didn't visit much. And you were brave enough that you would try and have sex there. And of course, you would plan out the sex uh, in that situation, you know, or at least plan out that you were going to have sex. And so you made it easier for you to get away with it, you know, especially, um, you know, in the summer, fall, or springtime, right? If you ladies uh, were planning on having sex uh, with your with your boyfriend, and you know you couldn't have them alone in your room, you know what would you do? Well, you would wear a dress or you would wear a skirt, something that would provide easy access. You know, where you could just you know unzip them and sit on top of him without ever having to remove any clothing. And then when it seemed like somebody was coming in or someone in the house was going to be coming towards that area, you just quickly got off and he, you know, uh, zipped up his pants and, you know, it was a very quick process, right? And so you can think about that for the holidays, you know, can you get away with a dress so that you can plan, you know, sneaking around, right? You know, you got to be, you know, planning on what you're wearing for being able to get away with everything. And it was because of this, the excitement, the adrenaline, the possibility that you were going to get caught. That's what made it so exciting as a teenager. And that's what makes trying to sneak around and get in a quickie during the holidays, during family get togethers is so exciting because it's the adrenaline rush of the feeling like you're going to get caught. Now, does this mean that, you know, you get the right clothing and then all of a sudden you tap, you know, your partner on the shoulder and sit and go off to the bathroom and do the ditty? No, no, this is where you can have a little bit of fun and a little bit of build up. First of all, uh, take some time, you know, to flirt and sneak around the house, you know, to make out and grope uh, each other. Yes. You know, every so often, you know, you would want to go through and, you know, excuse yourself from the room where most people are at, find a little place where, you know, people uh, are not gathered and just start engaging in a little makeout session with a little groping and touching, you know, all over and just kind of see, you know, for a little bit how long, you know, it goes before people start seeking you out, wanting to ask you a question or, you know, bring you back into some conversation. This little flirting and going off and finding places, you know, for makeout and groping is you're testing the water, right? 
because in some situations, you know, you may not be able to get away with it. The house may be too packed and you can't get but three or four minutes alone before someone is wanting to talk to you or needing your help with something or you need to solve some dispute. So this is kind of your testing ground, your testing stage, right? Now, when you feel the time is right, you've done the flirting, you've worked your way up, you got the adrenaline going, you're excited about this. And remember, you're hosting. Now it's time to sneak off to the bedroom, right? It's time to get in uh, that little fun, that little action. Now, depending on how things went when you snuck off to make out and grope, you know, you might be able to just sneak away without anybody noticing, going into the bedroom and getting that quickie on, right? Getting the deed on and where you can add that adrenaline to the orgasm, right? But let's say you can't. Let's say you're testing around has gone through and, well, people just won't leave you alone, right? There's no corner of the house that you can sneak off to. There's no way that you can, you know, disappear without people noticing, right? Well, then you just need to find an excuse for why you need to have a private conversation, right? You know, a private conversation that, hey, you know, uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. We just need to talk uh, about something. You know, and then you, you know, go off to the bedroom and you go to talk or, you know, pretend to talk. Now you can act like it's, you know, you have an issue that you need to settle. Uh, there's a complication or that you're planning out something that you need to get, you know, final confirmation that you need to go somewhere in private where the kids won't o- overhear you because you need to iron out, you know, the last few details of a big surprise that you have for them, right? You just make up the excuse of why it is you need to leave the room and talk. And that's when, you know, you go off uh, to the bedroom where you have a lock on your door. My God, it's worse. I mean, it's bad enough. I shouldn't say worse yet, but it's bad enough to not have a lock on your door where your kids can come in. And, you know, catch you accident or accidentally catch you having sex. But could you imagine not having a lock on your door during the holidays? You're trying to get away with a quickie and, you know, your, you know, sibling, your parents or God, even your nieces and nephews, you know, walked in because they were exploring the house and everything and caught you having sex. Of course, if the kids caught you, they're going to run around all over the house yelling about it. Boy, isn't that an embarrassment? I mean, could you even imagine that? You know, uh, young kids running around the house going, eh, no, cool, blah, 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 or having sex, or, you know, blah, 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 if they don't know what sex is, it's like, you know, uh, uncle whatever is attacking aunt, you know, so-and-so with his penis, you know? I mean, just go off and think about that and how humiliating that would be. That would go through and change something that was supposed to be fun and exciting to a huge embarrassment. And, oh, yeah, you know, it will make it awkward for you to ever host a family get-together again. And if you went somewhere else for a family get-together, they're going to keep an eye on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, in any event, get a lock for the door. This is basic. Okay, so now you have the excuse 
you know, to sneak off uh, to have a, quote, private conversation in the bedroom. All right. So you don't have a whole lot of time here. So you're not going to be able to go for extended foreplay. You know, you're not going to be able to go through a long making out, kissing each other all over your bodies, up and down, stripping butt ass naked, tying each other up, blindfolding or whatever it is that you're into. You're not going to be able to go for that. I mean, this is just going to be, you know, a pure and simple quickie, right? And so you're going to go for the quickie. You know, and you're going to have to try and make sure you're not making any too much noises. So that means you're not going to be able to go like wild animals to the point where the bed is banging up against the wall. I mean, think about what a dead giveaway that would be. You know, and ladies, if you enjoy having nice, big, explosive orgasm, you're going to have to find a way to muffle that. You know, I mean, you found a way to muffle it back in high school. Of course, for some of you, you didn't have to muffle much because the guys you were sleeping in had no skills, you know, or were completely selfish assholes. But that's besides the point. You found a way when you did orgasm, you know, whether that be from your boyfriend, from your vibrators, or from your own hand. When you had an orgasm, you found a way to muffle that shit when you were teenagers under your parents' house. So you should be able to still be find a way to muffle it as an adult. And as an adult, one of the ways that you can muffle it is with a damn pillow. That's right. When you feel like the orgasm is coming on, you have that pillow right within reach and you start covering your mouth with it, you know, uh, so that you do not give away that you're having sex. I mean, hearing a woman orgasming uh, throughout the house is as much of a dead giveaway as a headboard banging up against the wall. You know, people at first might be a little confused going, what the hell is that noise? Are they? Oh, my God. You know, so, I mean, just come on here. You know, let's take some practicality and some pre-planning into this so that you don't give it the store away here as to what it is you two were actually doing in the bedroom while you were claiming to hammer out the final details of a surprise you have for the kids. And you know what? It doesn't need to be penetrating sex. I mean, here is also a good opportunity uh, to just do uh, some good old-fashioned oral sex, especially if oral sex is the fastest that you can get away with here. And also, women, that means you know going to town and delivering the best blowjob to him as you possibly can. You know, just work it in the ways that you know will make him come the fastest. You know, and then, you know, of course, you swallow that shit. You know, but make sure you have a towel nearby, you know, uh, for overflow uh, so that, you know, it gets a little messy. And if you can't handle it all in your mouth, you got a towel, you know, to take it in so that it doesn't go all over your shirt or, you know, all over his pants and, you know, whatnot. I mean, people might notice, you know, unless you're wearing blue jeans, of course, but people might notice if you're changing your pants. Afterwards, they might go, why did you change your pants? Now, maybe, you know, just in case, you might want to have a good excuse for that. You might need a good excuse. You know, so pre-plan that because you don't want to 
try and make something up on the fly that would, you know, be an obvious lie, you know. Uh, maybe uh, while you go through and you talk about, oh, you need to talk about something in the bedroom, if you need to because you're uncertain that you can get away with it cleanly, maybe you, you know, accidentally, you know, quote, accidentally spill something on yourself. You know, spill, you know, uh, your drink, you know, um, whether that is a cup of coffee that has gone a little cold so it won't burn, you know, juice, milk, whatever it is that you drink. You know, maybe that's your excuse for making your way off to the bedroom and then, you know, whoever doesn't spill on themselves go, oh, I need to ask so-and-so a question, you know, um, and then go off. And maybe that's your excuse for why it is you're going out there to begin with. And, you know, um, having a towel also help uh, so that, you know, the lady of the house, if delivering a blowjob, doesn't have to change her shirt because got a little cum all over that nice blouse of yours. All right, so there's a couple more pieces of advice uh, that I need to give, and this advice is directed more specifically at the men. Now, this next part is for you guys out there, all right? So we want to go through and make sure that you are very understanding and that you don't necessarily uh, get into an, well, an unnecessarily embarrassing moment for your wife, that is. Uh, so when we go through here and we take a look at, okay, you've gotten away with it, right? You're, you made up an excuse to go off to the bedroom. You had a quickie or oral sex, and now you're going back, right? Now, it's important that when you did this, right, when you get out, this is probably the one time. The one and only time, you know, getting away with having sex during a family get together to have that adrenaline rush that you had as teenagers. This is the one time where it's completely and totally appropriate for your wife to not want you to bust your load inside of her. That's right. That means you're either going to have to deal with using a condom or pulling out into a towel or something. Right? I know. I know you're not used to it. I know, I know, this seems like crazy talk. You, you know, one of the benefits of being married is not having to pull out. But in this particular situation, you're probably going to have to pull out if she goes for penetrating sex. You know, if we're talking about you guys getting away with having some oral sex, hey, you know what? Fine, there is no reason uh, to pull out. She can just swallow it all up. You know, but in any event, when it comes to, you know, penetrating sex, well, you're going to have to deal with the fact that you're going to pull out and you're doing so because you need to be considerate to her. I mean, think about this. Do you think that it's going to be fun, exciting, or motivating to go through, sneak around, and have a quickie behind everyone's back if afterwards she has to deal with your stuff dripping out of her? I mean, as she's walking around, she can feel it oozing on out draining out, you know, with the little help from gravity into her panties. And, you know, depending on how much it is, it might soak through the panties and even soak through the pants. You know, so it's not only, you know, that she's not going to want to deal with the discomfort of it all, you know, during a, you know, you know, small, medium or large family get together. I mean, she was very nice in going through with us to begin with, but now she's going to have to deal with all the drainage. 
No, 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 no. You need to be nice to her on this, right? Plus, you know, not pulling out could lead to a potentially embarrassing situation. You know, let's face it. You know, guys, we don't know uh, on any particular moment whether the load we're about to blow is going to be a big load. You know, average or, you know, uh, just a little bit, right? You know, the amount of, you know, cum that we pump out during uh, an orgasm or ejaculation, you know, it's kind of dependent upon, you know, are we hydrated, dehydrated, how long it's been since the last time, and, you know, some various other factors, right? And if you get overly excited and you blow a big load and she's dealing with the drainage, that drainage may be such that it drains and soaks through her pants, and next thing you know, she, you know, gets called out for having a big wet spot on her ass, right? You know, and that wet spot may be, you know, from sitting there. And, you know, if she's sitting while it's draining and it's, you know, gravity is putting it down and she gets up, <clears throat> there's a little puddle on the chair, you know, on the wooden chair, or there's a wet spot on the couch and there's a wet spot on her ass. You know, how do you expect her after that to be able to face family at any other future holiday or get together? You know, so you got to be nice and be understanding that she's going to want you to pull out during this time. Now, maybe, maybe uh, there is a little bit of foresight and maybe, uh, you know, if she does, you know, let you uh, get away with, you know, blowing your load inside of her uh, during this little holiday excursion, you know, then maybe uh, she'll have the foresight to have. Uh, you know, um, you know, a pad, you know, you know, like she has, uh, for her periods in order to be able to keep that, you know, uh, drainage, you know, uh, contained so that it doesn't leak out, you know, and create a wet spot on her ass or potentially, uh, leaving a wet spot or something in a chair or furniture. I mean, can you imagine that? You know, kids, you know, jumping on the furniture after she sat there going, ew, what's this wet spot? And as your wife goes to inspect it, there's a wet spot on her ass. And all of a sudden people start thinking, huh, I wonder what they were really doing when they snuck off to the bedroom. Were they really talking about something? You know, so you got to make sure that you are being very considerate and understanding here. Right. And that you don't, you know, set up your wife who was incredibly gracious, who was incredibly caring and incredibly thoughtful in going through with this little excursion. And you don't want to embarrass her to the point where she can't ever, you know, face family again. All right. So you want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can, you know, to pull this off without anybody noticing or finding out. And if nothing else, a big wet spot on her ass would be a dead giveaway. So you got to, you know, be thinking about all the possible ways in which, you know, you could give it away uh, as what you did and plan for it. Right? You don't want to go off and, you know, become the black sheep of the family, the ones that nobody wants to be around during the family holiday to get togethers. You don't want people to go off and think that you're such horny rabbits that you can't even contain yourself, that you're just as bad as all the teenagers. Now, of course, you want to be just as bad as all the teenagers. You just don't want people to know about it, right? So that kind of covers uh, everything that I have here about 
getting away uh, with some nookie uh, during the holidays and during the family get-togethers. I hope you enjoyed this. You know, I get that this um, you know probably provides uh, some hilarity uh, to your holidays and maybe has you thinking about some of the things that you can do right now. You know, start putting together your plans at this moment. So long as you actually listen to the show in time, because as I'm recording this, uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. So if you're going to go ahead and plan on your little holiday nookie, uh, then you're going to have to go through and, you know, get this episode downloaded in time uh, and soon enough that you can go through and plan how you're going to pull this off, right? And if you do pull it off, you know, it's going to be exciting. And if you do, please, 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 you know, follow the links in the description below or go to the website and tell me about it so that I can read it on the next podcast or I can read it on the podcast I do after you submit it. You know, we want to hear about your tactics, your techniques, and the things that work for you for getting away with having sex during a family get-together, right? You know, we want to read that. And if some of you tried it and somehow something went wrong and you got caught, well, we want to hear those stories too, you know, because it's those stories are always funny. Those stories, you know, are always great to read about. So that's it uh, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, go to the website uh, where you can check out uh, available merchandise uh, that you can you know, purchase uh, to help support the show and also have a few laughs. I mean, if you had gone to the website beforehand and planned this out, you could have had, for the holidays, the coffee mug, I Swallow, right? You could have been drinking from the I Swallow coffee mug and start hilarity and conversations. And when people start talking, you can just, you could have been pointing out, you have a filthy mind. How do you drink without swallowing? You know, you could have turned it right around on them. But because you didn't go to the website and check out uh, the available merchandise store, you missed out on an opportunity for some great laughs. All right. But there's, you know, plenty of other things. And, you know, if you had gone uh, to sexmancers.com forward slash book, you could have gotten a great Christmas gift for your husband, letting him know that he knows Jack squat about how you think, you know, that he knows Jack squat about how your mind works. And it would have made a great gag gift. All right. All right. Thank you uh, so much for listening. I do appreciate, you know, you giving me your time and attention. I take a look at the download numbers and, you know, it's like, wow. And, you know, the fact that you're starting to see more and more sponsors appear on the show, you know, lets you know, you know, that the show is growing. And I am greatly appreciative of that, you know, greatly appreciative, you know, without your, you know, attention and support, the show could not continue and it would not attract uh, the sponsorships. And as the sponsorships grow, and I can take this more and more full time. I will be able to produce more content uh, for the website, but also produce more shows for you and do more guest shows. Uh, you know, bringing on people uh, where we can have fun, you know, funny conversations that also provides you good tips and advice. So thank you so much. And I will be back again soon.